Ladies and gentlemen, Brandy J's podcast, a voice to be reckoned with, would like to thank you for making the right choice in choosing a podcast that moves a nation. And now, here she is in five, four, three, two, one. Hey guys, I'm just uh, you know, chilling out right before the show starts, and uh, thought I, you know, just uh, talk to you guys for a minute before the show starts. So I have a guest today. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you, her name's Charlie Marie. She's an actress and screenwriter, and uh, so much more. I don't want to give it all away though, but you know, I just wanna like. I want her to enjoy herself. I mean, I mean, come on. Who are we kidding here? People enjoy themselves with me, right? Right? But, you know, each one's different. So what do you guys think? Do you think I should say it like, Hey, Charlie, tell me more about yourself. Or should I say, So, Charlie, what it is? Tell us more. Or should I say, Welcome, Charlie. We're so excited to have you here. I just don't know anymore, guys. Am I losing my touch? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When that came out of my mouth, it didn't even sound right. What am I thinking? <laughs> crazy. Oh, my goodness. I just can't wait to tell Steve Joyner all about this. I mean, goodness sakes. He introduced us, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely got to send shots out to Steve Joyner. Oh, my goodness. Okay, it's going to start. She's ready. She is ready. Okay. Natural voice, natural voice. Charlie Marie, welcome to A Voice to Be Reckoned With, and I hope you have a great time here with us. A home for many, a home for many voices, and a home for you. So let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Brandy J, A Voice to Be Reckoned With. Um, today I have with me a special guest by the name of Charlie Marie. She's an actress and film writer and a lovely mother. And I would love to introduce her. And Charlie, are you here? Hey, yeah, it's so great to hear from you. I'm so excited to be on the show. I'm so happy to have you here. Now, Charlie, can I ask you a question? Sure. Should I say, can I call you Charlie or do, you, do people just call you Charlie Marie? Um, Charlie's fine, yeah. Usually the people that I'm closer to call me Charlie, so you're good. We can call me Charlie. Oh, hey, I get to say Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, we're so, I'm so stoked to have you here. And, um, and thanks, you know, to the great Steve Joyner, you know, I mean, I get this opportunity to, uh, you know, get to learn more about you and share you with um, my listeners. Yeah, I'm so glad he hooked us up. So thank you. Yes, yes. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Shout out to Steve. <laughs> so, Charlie, can you please tell, uh, well, go, you know what I would like you to do? I would love for you to um, let the listeners know more about who you are and um, how you, you know, got started in, in um, acting and um, film. Okay. Um, well, let's see. When, when you first meet me, one of the first things people say about me is I'm sweet and bubbly. Like, I'll be super just you know, I don't know, bubbly is the word a lot of people use to describe me, I guess. And I'm pretty sweet, they say. Um, of course, when I think about it myself, I'm like, really? Like, I thought that was normal. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and with acting, I've always secretly wanted to be an actress. But it wasn't until about a year and a half ago, almost two years now, that I finally broke out and told my parents, okay, you know what? I actually, I've been acting for the last two years and this is what I want to do with my life. And I was so nervous to tell them. I mean, when I was 17, 18 years old, like, you know, in high school trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life, you know, I was like, you know, I think I'll be a nurse or a teacher because I wanted to impress my parents. And 
I knew that being a very caring person, I would be able to do that. You know, it would be something that I could devote my time to and, and, and my energy to and, and make sure that I help people because I do love helping people. But the passion is actually in acting and filmmaking, screenwriting, because for me, it's like, yes, it helps people. You know, of course, there's so many jobs in the world that help people. You know, I mean, there's, there's millions. And nursing for me was, was a no-brainer because it was like, you know, people always need somebody to help them. Like, you know, like you said, I, I have kids, I'm a mother, and they always, there's always something. They get a cold at school or, or you know, there's certain things like that. And somebody always needs somebody that knows something medically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just part of our bodies. We should know what's going on with our bodies. So I was like, okay, a nurse. And I was trying to logically pick something that would look good to my parents that, you know, they make a decent income, they, you know, they can support themselves with that. So I was like, okay, my parents would probably appreciate if I was a nurse, let's go with that. And my, you know, my mom and my, my aunt and a bunch of people, my grandma, were all um, teachers. So I was like, okay, I could go for that too. So I went for those two things, trying to avoid the acting because I was so scared of my parents being like oh my gosh but how would you have a stable life you know and then finally I was like you know what it's not up to them it's up to me and to me helping people through acting is one of the most rewarding things I could do it's like because I mean if you think about it if you had let's say you had like a really bad day at work or or whatever reason you had a bad day and you sit down you watch your favorite show and you start laughing and you kind of just feel lighter or, you know, you had a bad day and you're just kind of like, you want somebody to relate to and you put on, you know, Once Upon a Time and you watch Rumpelstiltskin acting like, you know, the worst villain, but you can also kind of understand why he did what he did. And you're like, see, somebody gets it. Or like, you know, the reason why everybody liked the Joker, you know, it's like, somebody gets it finally. And that's a way of helping people through emotions. Like, it's like, instead of like helping physically with their bodies like a nurse would it's like diving straight into their heart and being like look you know you you can be inspired and and helping inspire them into emotionally feeling a different way and that changes the entire world eventually because it's like for sure the ripple effect you know most definitely i totally, agree. <laughs> totally yeah agree. yeah well, that's that's awesome, and then it's um, it very I admire that you know you got the courage and strength to just follow your dreams and to tell your parents you know this is instead of you know suppressing that you know what I mean and you probably would have been like feel like you were holding you know what I mean something was missing you decided yeah. to you know let it them was, know it's your past. It was actually a really wonderful surprise when I finally told them because I started with my grandmother. She has always been supportive of me. And so I started by telling her and, you know, I told her in confidence and she was like, Charlie, you would so be good at that. You so got this. And I was like, oh my gosh, really? And then finally I got the courage to tell my parents and they were like, Charlie, you could so do this. And I was like, wait, you're not like telling me I should be a lawyer or doctor or something instead, like what? And they're like, no, no, you, you're a very emotional person and you're very passionate. And something that even when you were young, younger is you if you wanted something you always made sure you got it so go for it and I was like whoa like I did not expect that level of support it was just it was incredible so having the courage to tell them was actually a blessing yeah that's awesome that is awesome and that, like you said and that can inspire you know inspire someone else to you know get the courage to you know what I mean to do the same thing you did there somebody that's probably going through the same thing you went through and what by hearing your, your story, you know what I mean? That could help. Yeah. I mean, it's a combination. It's sometimes you get totally surprised by like almost blindsided in a good way by the level of support. And other times, you know, if they're not supportive, there was one family member who wasn't particularly supportive. And what I realized was out of love was the reason she wasn't what I would have considered supportive, the, hey, you got this support. She didn't give me that. And at first I was sad, but then I realized it's actually out of love that she's trying to ensure that I have everything I need. So she's like, look, I don't, I don't like that, but sure, you can do what you're going to do. And 
it wasn't really good for a while. Our relationship was rocky for a couple of weeks, but what I realized was, hey, you're doing this out of love. You're literally saying this because you are caring about, you know, the practicality of my lifestyle, basically. And so then I came back to her and I was like, I really don't want to have a rift between us. I understand you don't like what I do, but it would be really cool if we could at least still talk to each other. And so we got back to that point. And, but I mean, they do it out of love. You know, there's not, most people that care about you aren't going to do things not out of love, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's good to, to share with the people that are in your family or that are close to you stuff about your life. Cause you know, that's, that's how you guys get closer. So it's perfect. For sure. I totally agree. Well, that's awesome. That is, that's, that's a really awesome story there. Um, very <laughs> inspiring. And, um, you know, this show isn't about me, but you know, touches you know, <laughs> it touches on some things you know that I I had was up against when I, you know, chose. Yeah, to... I'm curious. I'm curious. Yeah, for sure. I'll definitely because I don't want to take up your time. I definitely will share it with you, and maybe you know we could you know give me some insight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Of course. I'd love to. Because that sure. sounds good too. <laughs> <laughs> But I also see here, okay, so you've done a lot of script um, writing. If you don't mind me asking, um, Maybelline, Molly, and me, could you um, tell me more about, um, was this something that you... uh... That one, I was actually a script supervisor. So Andrew Heller wrote that that movie, and he asked me to come on cast or crew as um, script supervisor originally. And um, so basically what I did was you know, I check for continuity errors. So if the lead is holding a cup of water in her left hand and takes only a couple sips of it and it's pretty full, but then we do the same take later and, or the next take, you know, on a different day, I need to remember and have it written down that it was in her left hand and it was full rather than have it in her right hand completely empty. Cause when you're watching a movie, you're not gonna like, be like, okay, she just drank an entire cup without drinking it magically and switched hands, you know? So I kind of check for those things as well as, you know, if if an actor needs to know their line, you know, I'll I'll tell them their line. And then also as the director is setting everything up, um, you know, lighting everything, they're all setting up their stuff. I kind of check and make sure that it matches what's going on with the script and Basically, I advocate for the script. So the director might change certain things of the script. He might say, you know, we're going to cut that scene. And he's, he's the boss. So, you know, if he wants to cut the scene, he cuts the scene. But I'm like, okay, let's make sure that the script makes sense still with, you know, the scene cut. So why don't we add this little tidbit to the end of this? You know, have her say something about this so that it makes sense when we go to the next scene, you know? Okay. Cool. That's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, so I advocate for the writers, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> well, I guess the whole production cares about the script, so I advocate for the script. Pretty cool. And I guess um, uh, think the, you, you did your own, actually, uh, screenwriting, too. Yeah, I have. Um, I've done a couple things that there's two that are not yet in production that I'm really excited about. Um, one I wrote in 2019, and it's actually kind of funny. It's a, an epidemic that we end up resolving through music. And it's kind of funny because right now we're in an epidemic only six months after I wrote it. And it's like, I wasn't (laughs) thinking we would ever be in one. I just thought it would be a great movie idea. Um, (laughs) So it's kind of like, what? And my friends and I made a joke. We're like, dude, you should write a movie about the world being wonderful, rainbows and ponies, because then maybe six months from now, that's what would happen. Uh, right? I should, I should. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is so cool. Okay. And um, so as far as with with the with the acting, what is some of the different um like genres? Have you been like comedy, horror, yeah, uh, most romance, any of those? Most people so far that have met me, they they tend to put me in the more like comedic friendly roles you know like commercials imagine like that sort of thing um like in Maybelline Molly and me he had me I was the mechanic the neighbor mechanic and it's kind of a sad movie I mean it's about it's inspiring but it's a little bit sad it's you know this girl has 
cancer. And anyway, as the neighbor, I come over and I make a joke about, you know, cause I'm a woman mechanic and I walk over and I'm like, yeah, I can only teach them boys how to turn that wrench so many times talking about my, you know, like how I'm the one that has to show them how to be a mechanic at the shop. And it's, you know, it's a little bit of like a lightness to the movie. Um, and then one I did recently called Bonnie's Boys was actually, I was a mafia boss's wife and it was very heavy. I was very like anxious about my husband. He was missing and, you know, I had to go in and talk to the, the boss above him. And um, so that one was more emotional, more drama, which was really fun for me because I kind of like getting into the like the deep drama stuff like yeah it's great to be comedic relief too because you have to have the perfect timing and you gotta say it the perfect way and looking back at it I'm like man I could have you know done this and that <laughs> like so much better but it was still fun I still enjoyed it they still enjoyed what I did but then the drama is like you can dig into all of your past experiences and you can dig into what you learned from other people and kind of you know combine like every single thing you've heard and and felt and read about and learned and watched in movies and just put it all together and create that character you know what I mean yeah yeah for sure and, and that's always really fun so it pulls more out of you and just you know that's that's pretty awesome yeah I've always uh when I was younger I wanted to be an actress I still have a little bit in me but it kind of turned into like writing and I like to write and you know, I'm actually cool. working on something now that I've been like racking my brain, you know, you start and then you think you're done and then you're like, no, and then you get the writer's block. And so that's where I'm at with that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you like put it away for a while and then come back around and you're like, man, I could change this and add this. <laughs> yeah. And then since the, cool. the pandemic and stuff, it's kind of like, kind of put me at a halt. And then I'm just kind of like, okay, where do I find my inspiration? So, you know, just going through all yeah. that, but yeah, I, I feel like, yeah. It's hard to find inspiration during this quarantine. It's like- Yeah, cause you're like inside and you know, used to yeah. be out and mingling and- <laughs> I'm such a beach person. Like, you know, like if I'm having writer's block, I'll go to the beach and just like walk down the pier or walk around at the beach or something, yeah. sit down for a while and it, it clears my head. But now all the beaches are closed. No. And I'm like- Say that. Oh. That's my inspiration too. Like being yeah. by the water. I like the water. Like I go to like the bay. Like here with Sea. I don't know if you've heard of Seaport Village. Oh yeah, I love Seaport Village. Yeah, that's where I kind of grew up going with my dad and my sister. And so that's like always oh. where I would go to um, sit by the bay. And I would just like, you know, just uh, you know, just kind of just. I just I just like being by the water. I love the ocean yeah. water. So the ocean kind of is very Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like just to try and feel better I YouTubed like a video of like the beach I was sitting there watching it like come on <laughs> I need inspiration this isn't working it totally didn't work I just put music on instead but right can you just imagine <laughs> like, going to the beach and it's empty like I'm oh like, what my that gosh <laughs> I can't I can't even imagine I mean I drove past like I, I was visiting my grandparents and I drove past the beach by their house and there was nobody there. And I was like, maybe I could just like, you know, step on the sand for a second. And like, so I, I park and I'm about to get out and I'm like, maybe, cause if nobody's here, I'm not going to get anybody sick. Nobody's going to get me sick. Like, you know, it's not, I'm not harming anybody. And so I start to like park the car and I, I like open the door and then this officer like drove by and I was like, Oh yeah, I don't want to get in trouble. Never mind. Got <laughs> back in the car and went to my grandma's, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I told my grandma, "I was like," and it's like, <laughs> and I, I told my grandma, "I was like, so I almost went to the beach," and she's like, "You did it!" And I'm like, "I mean, I thought about it, but here's the groceries. I didn't actually go to the beach. Everything's good, <laughs> you know." Isn't that that crazy? That's the thing that's you know what I mean to you know that would get somebody going like you went to the beach. <laughs> you could have gotten yourself in so much trouble. I know. Or like I went to the grocery store the other day and I didn't have a mask on because I I don't know I think I left it at my house or something. I just I wasn't thinking about putting the mask on and so I I walked inside and somebody I think it was either the manager like the door person I don't know but somebody was like you're supposed to wear a mask and I was just like oh shoot let me go get it like it's in the car and so I went to the car and I couldn't find it and I was like where the heck did I put my mask 
And so I walk back in and he looks at me and he's like, you still don't have a mask. <laughs> I'm like, I don't actually have one right now. Do you mind like letting me borrow one? I still have to get food. And so he gave me a mask and I was just like, I didn't realize that how, just how much it's, you know, you have to make sure that everything is, you do everything completely right. And yeah. It's, it's kind of nerve-wracking right now. It you is. can make it is. one mistake and get people sick. It's scary. Yeah. Seriously. It's like, it's so intense. Like, it's uh, so weird. And then, like, you know, around my house, when I have to, when I do have to make a run, go to the store, like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, not that the energy, it's just so, it seems like people are just, like, on, you know, the, the people, you know, the the employees are, like, on, like, nail, you know what I mean? Kind of, like, with, like you on know, the edge. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't you know they got the mask on and stuff, but making sure everybody else has theirs, and then all the customers are kind of like, oh, excuse, you know, what I mean, trying to make sure you're standing in the right spot in line, and kind of like, oh, oh, you know, what I mean? it's yeah, totally I do. It's like, oh my <laughs> gosh, it's like it's crazy. I just, I don't know. I try to do things as as good as I can, but going to the grocery store, I mean, I'll go like once a week or whatever, and it's like, I'm starting to think maybe I should just stock up for the whole month, and then just like leave everybody alone because the other day this girl in line I was I'm pretty sure I was six feet away from her and she turned around and she looked at me and she's like um excuse me six feet and I'm like okay number one I'm wearing a mask and I'm thinking this I didn't say this but I was thinking number one I'm wearing a mask number two I'm pretty sure I am six feet because this is where the little symbol on the floor is and number three geez like yikes lady (laughs) like you know Oh, making people all like kind of like ask, excuse me <laughs> you know? yeah like I can understand the fear but at the same time it's like oh maybe you should have people deliver your food if you're that scared you know? <laughs> right <laughs> I mean, you know you have to have you know empathy for one another because this isn't easy you know this is like yeah it's every- hard for everybody yeah everybody this has touched everybody you know so it's yeah. like so it's, it's, it's crazy, but hey, it makes for, even though I know this, it's serious and a lot of people have lost their lives, you know, it kind of, to lighten it up, you know, because you don't always want to just, you know, think about the hor- the horrific things, kind of makes funny for like a little comedy where it has to do with like the store, like the aspect of somebody being in a store with their mask and kind of your, like your situation there and like yeah. a little skit kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to make it lighter, my friend, um, he wasn't I don't think he's gonna like you know bring it anywhere like to the tv or anything but he started writing something for fun and it's this little comedy skit about the virus and he's like I can't show this to anybody or they're gonna think that it's like that I'm a jerk for making this lighthearted." and I'm like look you know it's (laughs) if that's how you cope with it I think and everybody copes their own way you know and it is pretty funny and the other thing too is like I don't know. I, I'm just blessed. You know, I think it's good that we're all okay. You know what I mean? I worry about the people that aren't. I'm glad that we're okay. And I hope that a lot of the people that are struggling can get better and, you know, things will be okay for them too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And just like, I don't know, but I mean, to still be able to smile, you know, in a time like this and to laugh is still, I find it very warming and important to remind people that you know what I mean? That there's something to be hopeful and to smile about. Yeah, that's inspiring, you know, if you can still be happy during a rough time. Yes, yes. And and that's where, you know, someone like you come in too. You know <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. We make yeah. some funny movie and <laughs> Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, most yeah I think I think I might edit that movie I was telling you about a little and add some more humor to it. I think you've inspired me, actually. Well, see, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it needs some more comedic yeah. relief. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of too dramatic right now. Which <laughs> <laughs> I just like the dramatic. I like I like horror and I like comedy, but like lately I've just been more like more on a laughable note. Just want to make people like just laugh. Yeah, like more Full House <laughs> and less, you know, like. like Joker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've written a couple um, horror movies actually with uh, my friend Jovan and I. We wrote them together. We wrote, it's called The Closet Game Universe. And it's six different short films. And they're based on, it's The Closet Game. It's like these kids get together and they, they think they're playing a game, but it ends up being, you know, a horror movie and spirits come out and like attack them and stuff. And, um, 
It's actually, I mean, it was actually really fun to write. It was actually one of the first things that I helped write. Um, he had the idea for the first one and he wrote it down and his, like, a friend of ours, um, Jay, was like, yeah, you know, his plot is really good, but the way he laid it out doesn't really make sense. So Charlie, could you help like change these things around? So I helped change those things around and kind of helped edit. Cause I mean, I've always been writing, like I've been in school, in college, practically my whole life it feels like. So I'm always writing something. And so I'm pretty good at like, you know, grammar and those sorts of things. So I changed all of those around. And then I was like, wait, what if we put this scene in front of this scene? And what if we add like, this part where instead of her just turning around, she actually like, you know, she's, she's a spirit. So she just like appears right in front of his face and that'd be more scary. And they're like, dude, that's so cool. And so I started adding stuff to it. And then for the next movie he made, he's like, yeah, do you want to write this together? And I was like, yes. And so like, that's kind of how that started. But okay. it was fun. Awesome. Okay. So when it, when it comes to, um, I know you said you've I've done different types. When it comes to acting, which is there any genre or any kind of acting that you want to do in, in the future that you haven't? Um, I think I would love to be in a movie that I could sit down on the couch and watch with my kids. Like it could be, you know, a you know, meet the Fockers sort of thing where it's like a family movie or cheaper by the dozen thing where it's kind of more inspiring family movie or something like that or it could be you know like a Disney film or you know but something that I would be able to sit down with them and watch on my tv and you know that would be probably one of my biggest goals is to be able to do that with them that um, yeah <laughs> to be like hey look that's me and we're sitting there watching it with popcorn you know look at my mom <laughs> yeah but something that they could, they would look at and kind of be inspired by, I would want to know their opinion of it, you know, like, like they're watching the movie and they had a bad day, but they're laughing at something I said, you know, that'd be really cool. Or like, by the end of the movie, they're like, wow, you know, I was thinking about this and this, this kind of helps me with this or whatever. And that would be huge if I somehow inspired them through my work too, because it's more of a personal, of course I want to inspire other people, but my own children through my oh, yeah. work, that would be huge. Yeah, you know? definitely. You might have a little, if not all of them, maybe a one of them or two, you know, might wanna, you know, follow your steps. Exactly, it's possible, it's possible. And whatever they wanna do, you know, I'm gonna be supportive then no matter what. Um, I mean, I don't think that there's a single thing that they could say, hey mom, I wanna do this that I would be like, no, <laughs> you know, I mean? like I don't think, cause I mean, anything that they try to do, I'd want to help them, you know, no matter what it was, I'd want to help them try to accomplish it. And if it was something that was kind of like crazy, like, hey, mom, I'm going to go be a serial killer, then I'd be like, yeah, we should probably think about why you want to do that. Maybe like go into this from a different angle and like, um, maybe figure out what exactly you actually want because that's not logical. Yeah. This is stimming prime, and let's see what the pros and cons. Are. <laughs> yeah, but I would make it so that they could still talk to me and feel like they could tell me what's going on at least. Yeah, and then I would try to help them from that aspect. But no realistic things. I, you know, I could definitely get behind them. Um, my youngest son. It's actually funny. He's very like, like he's very people person. Like he understands people. He's kind of a flirt. But at the same time, he's really good at taking direction. I'm like, you know, this would be interesting to put you in a movie and see what you do. <laughs> like, it would just, but, you know, I'm not going to do that when he's so young. But it's just, it would be, it's kind of cute. Like, he actually probably could. I could make a little skit with him in it and he'd probably like it. Yeah, that'd be adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Wow. Okay. Well, what I wanted to ask you. What is, uh, do you have any, I like to ask all, I guess, this, these questions here, <laughs> but do you have any, uh, well, there's a few different ones. Do you, what is your most memorable moment? You probably have more than one, but your most memorable moment or time um, with your, in your career? 
Hmm, my most memorable moment. I think it would probably be my first time on an actual set. And I remember being so nervous and it was an hour drive from my house. And I was like, how do I de-nervous myself? Because I'm driving for an hour. And if I'm nervous for an entire hour, my emotions are like gonna go crazy. So I put on music and started like singing like crazy to Taylor Swift. And then I finally got there and it was like, everybody was kind of, you know, running around and bustling and doing what they needed to do. <clears throat> and, um, you know, the, uh, the associate producer came up and greeted me and I was just like, okay, this isn't, this isn't so nerve wracking. Like everybody has their job, everybody's doing their thing. I know what my job is. I can just come in and do it and be professional and I don't have to be nervous. And I was like, perfect cool so and then I looked at him and he told me where to go and I followed his direction and then I was like there was absolutely no reason to be nervous but it was such a calming sort of you know I've got this feeling and it felt yeah. really good to have that and that was probably one of my favorite feelings like just just pure emotionally like emotional wise that was probably my favorite feeling you know yeah that's awesome okay yeah so is there any, um, do you have like an actress or actor that you've always wanted to be able to, to work with that you thought you admire and, you know? Yeah, I have quite a few. Like there's, I could probably start listing and I'd go on for like 20 minutes just on this. <laughs> but um, one of my favorite that I've been interested in lately is Johnny Depp because uh -huh. yeah, I, love Johnny Depp. I love the way that his entire body, his entire being is the character it's like yeah. everything just becomes that character and like Natalie Portman does a great job with it too like a lot of people do a great job with that but the reason I say Johnny Depp is because it's like I mean his entire he's just completely different like you look at Edward Scissorhands and then you look at um <laughs> you know Pirates of the Caribbean and mm -hmm. it, it's like a totally different person you okay. know what I mean Probably uh, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. And he, I was oh, that one was good, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he really does. He's an amazing actor. I just, I love that. I love how he can throw himself into the role entirely. And it's like, I mean, I know hair and makeup, they do a great job with what they do for him also, but it's also his mannerisms and the way that he carries himself and like yeah. all of that changes. And it's, it's amazing to me. It's really cool. Yeah, for sure. You took me way back when you said Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> I would be on, yeah. right? I would so watch it. Every time it ever comes on, I will watch it. It's like it's I love that movie. And they actually, <laughs> they shot part of that um, at this place that I was, when I was living in Florida for a while, they shot part of it like up the street from where I lived, which I thought was so cool. So I'd go down there and be like, this was totally a set at one point. <laughs> Yeah, I loved it. I loved how like on um, the movie how they you know the, the neighborhood and stuff how they made it look it was all like just so like colorful and <laughs> yeah super cool yeah for sure oh wow that's cool okay so definitely well, I hope you know what I mean that you would be able because that'd be an amazing actor to be able to work work with yeah roll any part and he just kills it I would love to work with him I mean it would be so fun also to like to converse with him on set where or like on a film you know because when you go back and forth with another actor they feed into your emotions you feed into their emotions and you just kind of like it's kind of like dancing with somebody it's like you just kind of emotionally dance with them back and forth and it feels really good to do that and with him I think it would be super fun like you know just because we just keep going and going and it'd be great that's awesome okay cool all right. So, um, do you have a favorite a favorite movie or yeah, like yeah, favorite movie? Um, I have so many favorite movies. At I one know. point, we counted <laughs> movies, and I had five thousand movies in my house. Um, oh. I was like obsessed with collecting movies for a really long time. Is that back but, when? Um, no, for me, I started when uh, we had when the tapes, the VHS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I still have like ten VHSs. <laughs> I just won't let him go. But, um, <laughs> but no, I think the one that always, no matter what movie I'm in, I like it, would be Ever After with Drew Barrymore. I know that movie. A lot of people don't know yeah. that movie. Oh, yeah. it's so cute. It's yeah. like, 
I love, I love the wittiness. <laughs> yeah, she totally does. I love the wittiness of how they, the prince and her go back and forth. I love that it's a Cinderella story because that's my mm -hmm. favorite story ever. Like I just, Cinderella, that story has been my favorite thing since I was probably like four. <laughs> so I love that it's a Cinderella story. I love that it's a spinoff because spinoffs of stories are always fun. And the wittiness, the, the actors were great, I think. I loved you very more. Yeah, and she did a really good job. The time period also, like, what was it, like, French, um, I don't know what that would be considered, like, Renaissance almost, maybe? Yeah, yeah, I would say that, Renaissance, yeah. Mm -hmm. That time period was just so cool. Like, I just, I like how everything, I wouldn't want to live in it because of all the painful stuff, like, being a slave or, or. And they just sold everybody. Yeah. That like. would suck. But watching it and learning about it, and I mean, I learned a lot about it when I was taking history classes and stuff. Like, I like that, how it looks and how it feels, you know, and how they talk and stuff during those times and how they dress too. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a cool movie right there. I like how she got her, her uh, stepmom and her stepsister, how she got them in the end. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part is when the prince stands up and he's like I'd like you to meet my wife and she's just standing there like yeah like no I've been here like you know like all confident like and then the the stepsister looks at her like wait what and she's like I don't want any harm done to you like we're good just make it equal yeah she says show them the same kindness that they that they had shown her something like that yeah, yeah. that was just Ah, it was like so good. I just love that part. Yeah, for sure. Oh man, you start thinking about all these movies. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm obsessed with movies. We could go on forever about movies. <laughs> could you see yourself playing uh, a role um, in a movie like Ever After? Yeah, I totally could. That would be fun. Like you'd wear the funny corsets, you'd have your hair all crazy. And that part would be cool, but also, I like how the talking is very confident and even if you're insulting somebody it's like it's it's witty it's smart it's like you know it's just very eloquent and I just I don't know I love that that would be a lot of fun and I think you know if I have a script I'd be able to do it right now I'm not so eloquent but <laughs> you know um, but in general having the script would probably help with that. <laughs> Okay, well, cool. Okay. Well, it seems like you're, you're, uh, there's many areas of acting that you, you basically can just, you could kill them all, actually. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, of course, I try. I always see something that I can fix. Like, I just, I rewatched um, the last, you know, little snippet of the movie I was in, and I was like, you know, next time I got to do this, this, and this differently. I mean, it was, it was decent. They liked it. They actually asked me, if, if they added more scenes with me in it, if I would come back because they said they loved my acting. So that's great, they loved it. But when I watched it, I was like, yeah, I need to fix like these things and I need to work on that. So I'm constantly like critiquing myself and working and growing and trying to, you know, get better and better. So I appreciate that. I'm not that good yet, but I'm gonna keep going and keep getting better, so. That's awesome, that's really awesome. That you yeah. keep you know, growing and challenging yourself. That's something that, you know, I admire, you know, some people just, you know, kind of just say, hey, I got it. And you're like, no, <laughs> do more I could do. You know what I mean? Do, I think. You know, like you're your own competition, you know, not anybody else. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because one of my biggest fears is to stop growing. Like, I'm obsessed with learning. I always want to learn new things. And if I ever stopped growing, I would feel like I was dead. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like how would we not want to go forward? You know, you got to go forward and keep going and going. And it's like, I would want to always be learning something new. And <laughs> a couple of years ago, I actually had this like, you know, dry spell, so to speak of what can I do to learn more? What can I do? And I, I just was driving myself crazy. I got so depressed. And then I was like, okay, I played violin when I was 12. And they said I was really good. My instructor really wanted me to keep going. They wanted scouts to come to the Christmas pageant thing we had. And, um, or, I mean, I did a song for a Christmas pageant. Um, anyway, so I, you know, they said I was pretty good. I enjoyed it, but I stopped for so long. And so during the depressed dry spell time, 
I was like, you know what, I'm going to pick up a violin again. Even if I suck at it, I'll just try it again. At least I can learn something and I can kind of like hone that skill a little more. And um, I think right now too, with the quarantine, it's hard to figure out like, what could I be learning right now? But I have like, you know, I've been doing a bunch of acting classes. They have a bunch of stuff online. They have screenwriting classes, you know, sometimes my friend and I, my friends and I will go on Skype or FaceTime and, you know, go back and forth and do like a scene. So I've been trying to still maintain the growing. It's just every now and then there's like a time period where it's like, what can I pick to grow with today? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I totally feel you. Yeah. So I was kind of, so I was telling somebody like during this time, you know, cause I work, I teach, I work at a school. And so oh, I'm so used to just, you know, doing something like even when I was still working now we're doing virtual uh teaching but my coworkers would be like you know because I like to paint and then, you know I found all these different hobbies like in, over the last year that I really got good at and they're like well when do you find the time to do like what, 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 <laughs> yeah. like, what do you do like what do you do at home like you know what I mean they're just kind of like baffled by it and I'm like dude how can you not like do things that's that awesome I gotta stay productive for all of my freaking mind <laughs> I love Plus, that like, you can do and you know just sitting around you know I, I like to earn that so when I'm productive and I'm working and stuff it's like when I kick back and relax and stuff it's because I had I, you know, I felt like I accomplished something that day yeah. you know? I love that saying I'm totally I whenever I find a good quote that I like I'll paint something and I'll put like the words in it you know like a saying but I love what you said I want to earn my free time like that's just so like I love that that's good stuff it makes it more worth it and enjoyable because you know you're exactly. not earning you know yeah <laughs> exactly i worked hard today <laughs> what did you you're do? like yeah. i did all this stuff so now i can sit down and watch tv <laughs> right yeah you know, feel like easy because after a while like I, i'll feel like i understand exactly where you're coming from i'll feel kind of like empty and kind of like i feel like this guilt like i didn't accomplish yes you know? that's exactly what it is yes it's a guilt feeling yeah so yeah, I to totally, totally feel you on that part. I totally do. That's really cool that you paint too. Like, are you more like Monet style or Picasso style or what type of painting do you do? Um, I haven't mastered that. The, the ver I'll send you. <laughs> <laughs> I have some stuff up, I think on my, uh, online somewhere on my Facebook. Yeah. But I'll send you, because I don't know what you, what you would call it. Cause I just kind of go with it. And like, sometimes I would just put the paint I would just take the paint and I just take my brush and I just put it because I started finding all these uh, like canvases, you know, from these yeah. stores. Oh my God, a real, I, st I felt like a real artist and I had to like, you know, the easel and all that stuff. And then I just oh, cool. sit there and all of a sudden I was just start painting and whatever it came to be, you know, some turned out to be people. So I think the very first one was my son's hands I did. Aww. So I have that on the wall right now. And then, yeah, I have a, a lot of a lot of different things. Like, I think you might like it. It's, it's way... I totally will. It sounds cool. Yeah. I, like, kind of impressed myself, actually. <laughs> That's little... good. You have some yeah. skill. <laughs> I yeah. try painting, and it doesn't look that good. But because of the quotes thing, I keep them up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, hey, they say the... Uh, uh, but they say the it's the beauties in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I paint more for fun than for it doesn't like it doesn't look good enough that I would share it with a lot of people probably yet. But it's kind of more just for me at this point. But yeah. that's cool. I want to see yours. They said they sound really cute and good. Yeah, sure. I'll definitely when we um finish here, I'll, I'll I'll send them over to you so I won't forget. But yeah, so you can get a better understanding because it's it's not something I could really like label unless there is a term a word for what I do then yeah. maybe I'll learn it but I don't know <laughs> just go with it you know what I mean and yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> I like that especially how you said it too you're like I just put the brush to the canvas and just go and I do what it feels that's really cool I like that yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> So Charlie, I want to, before, you know, we um, get off here, I wanted to make sure that the listeners knew exactly um, where they could go to, to find any of your work um, and more about you if they want to follow you. Do you think you can um, let yeah. us know? I have um, links to my social media on my website. I have, it's actually www.charlie and then hyphen marie.com. So just like dash charlie-marie.com 
And um, I, I'm actually adding more to the website. The website's a little bit new, but I'm adding more and more to it. Um, I have like an advocacy page that I've just set up um, that will talk about autism and ADHD. And I'll just have like a little blog um, about that basically, because I, I have certifications with autism and I know a lot about ADHD. I have ADHD myself. Um, so it'll be kind of a blog. My oldest son is autistic, um, so I have some experience with that along with the certifications and the training I've done. And it's just something that I wanna raise awareness to people um, about because a lot of people don't understand a lot about it. And then also I have like a project section that talks about you know the last things that I've done. Um, so the website's growing, it's new, but they can definitely check it out. And my social media is on there and I post stuff all the time, so. <laughs> Um, so there's links to those as well. Okay, sounds good. And I definitely, um, in my um, show notes, when I, uh, you know, <clears throat> get the show uh, published and out, I make sure that I'll put, you know, the links where people can find you and they can just click on it and, and get yeah, right to it. That'd be really cool. Thank you. Yes. No problem. Well, I've definitely enjoyed having you here. And if there's anything that you want to, uh, to, to say or to, you know what I mean, that you want to just just put out there or any anything, if you want to scream, I don't know. Anything else <laughs> you want people um, to know about Charlie Marie? I mean, the floor is yours. I, I think I covered pretty much everything. The only thing I would say is just, you know, keep learning and keep being compassionate as much as you can. And that's that's the biggest thing that I would like to say. So. Yes, I like that. I, actually, I love that you said that. I love it because I was <laughs> thinking you know, the other day I said empathy and kindness could change the world. Exactly. You know, being, just, being empathetic to one another and being kind could change so much, you know? Yes, yes, yes for sure. Yeah. Well, we definitely, well, I definitely, I always talk like in a third person, like we definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. I think it's because we have kids. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But I definitely enjoyed having you here, and you're always welcome. And now you are a member of A Voice to Be Reckoned With family. And whenever Thank you need you. want to yeah. come somewhere and, you know, is there anything you want to uh, talk about or promote, you know, or, and, you know, the stuff that you're involved in, like, you know, the, the awareness from autism and all that stuff, which I think is very, very important, especially working in the field I'm in. Yeah. This will, you could, I'd, I'd love it if you would come on and do that here. I think that would be, if you wouldn't Thank mind, you. and for another show, if you wouldn't mind coming on and talking about those yeah, things. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. It'd be really cool, too, in person, if you have in-person stuff, too, because I'm in San Diego, so. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That'd be really they, they take off these social distancing limits. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finally go to the beach. You know, it's, it's crazy, <laughs> right? I was for, for a slight minute, right? I was sitting here thinking, I was like, man, I thought I was normal. I thought everything was normal for like 30 seconds. And I was like, oh man, I should uh, call my one friend and we could shoot, we can go over to, uh, I don't know if it was the beach or see, it was somewhere. And yeah. then like, not back. And I said, oh, shoot, we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait a second. Yeah, I did that too last week. I was like, oh yeah, let's go da 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 And I'm like, oh, wait a second. That's not logical. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> yeah. Kind of saddened me a little bit. It was like, wah, wah, wah. Kind of like took away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That is the exact sound effect for that. <laughs> oh, man. Man, I was like. Yeah, and you, you ask yourself, you're like, when is this going to be over with? But we know, realistically, we know why it's happening and it has to be this way, but we're still kind of yeah. like, oh. We respect <laughs> it, but it does still kind of, you know, it kind of gets down a little sometimes, but yeah, it's definitely it something we can respect. I don't want, I don't want anybody to get sick because of something I did, you know? Exactly. That would be, I'd feel like a jerk for the rest of my life. I wouldn't be able to live <laughs> it down. <laughs> Yeah, and more people looked at it that way instead of looking at it as them, like me, 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 and look at it as you're helping someone else, you know what I mean? In yeah. Case you possibly get them sick, you want to make sure that you don't contribute to that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Lead by example, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Man, I love your show. This was so much fun. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I've, I've learned that we have a lot in common, so we're definitely going to have to talk. Um, yes. And you have my number, so that works. 
<laughs> yeah, sure, I'm definitely gonna, I'm gonna send you over the, those uh, photos of, actually I have some other stuff, Charlie, that I do too. I build stuff, like little houses and stuff. Really? So, That's so cool. I've done some stuff for like people at work. Every employee at my job, the school I work at, I mm -hmm, took the mm -hmm. principal and she likes math, right? She teaches math and um, she's like a, a crazy awesome mathematician. So I did a classroom and I made it look like a, like a I had a chalkboard. I built it. It was everything it looked like a little classroom and it was amazing. Then I did That's another teacher. He liked, he's into like literature and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. and um history and so I did heads I did another teacher I had, and I made her classroom look just like the mini version of her actual classroom from the carpet and to the chalkboard and all the stuff she had wow before. so yeah it was pretty cool that's so cool <laughs> so, yeah, that's really cool enjoy that yeah so definitely I have to show you that stuff too yeah I definitely want to see it so just like send it to me and I can check it out for sure, for sure. Well, thank you so much. And you just uh, keep being the awesome person that you are. You're very, very <laughs> kind and sweet, just like your picture. But I know that thank you. <laughs> you're badass and you need to. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. You're welcome. It was and such I'll, a pleasure. Yes, yes, t pleasure for me too. And once again, thanks, Steve. <laughs> yes, thank you, Steve, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right, hon. Well, I'll be um, getting in touch with you soon. And thank you so much. Thank you, too. Bye. Bye-bye. Special thanks to Charlie Marie for stopping by and letting us get to know her. I had a great time with you, Charlie, and I'm so excited to learn more about you and to get to know you more. And you're always welcome here. And once again, another shout out to Steve Joyner for bringing such a great person, as he always does in my life. So, a voice to be reckoned with, a home for many, a voice for many, a voice for Charlie Marie. Thank you, hon.